Welcome back to House Ranch, the home of the world's best home buying tips. So today we're going to talk about premium pricing. Premium pricing, what is that? It's basically the opposite of points. So we talk about, you hear me talk about points as the lender typically buying down your rate without you knowing to make it look better. You pay points or prepaid interest, aka fees to the lender. So premium pricing is the opposite of that. You buy up the rate and in turn you get back money from the lender to help with their closing costs. So why would anybody do that? It's essentially if you're like short on funds to close or cash to close, you can use that credit to help cover some of the closing costs. So I did have a prop for you guys here. But I, as I put it up on camera before I shot this video, I realized it's in reverse. So I'll try to do like a, a picture in picture thing, maybe like right here or something like that. And so you can see what I'm talking about as you go along. But I'm going to Long, but I'm going to be looking down at this um, thing right here as I'm talking. So typically when I talk about comparing rates between lenders, you want to get the rate closest to zero. So in this example here, I'm just going to use a, a rate exactly at zero. Typically your rate won't be exactly zero. Maybe the rate close to zero will be a little bit higher or a little bit lower, but in this scenario it's right at zero. So if we look at this, we have a, a 3.000 with no points and your monthly principal and interest payment is $1,265. And so when you look at this chart, you can go, you typically see when the rates go down. So you'll see when the lender presents you with a, a 2750 or a 2625. And as you see in those that red items, those red items right there, those are the, the basis points that it's taking you to, that it costs you to buy down the rate. And if you look right next to it, you'll see like 1632 and 1161. Those are the actual dollar amounts associated with those basis points. And so how did I get that number? So this is a $300,000 loan. And so if you take $300,000 and you multiply it by uh, five or 0.544 basis points, to do, to do that actually you take 300,000, you take 300,000, you multiply it by 0 0.00, so you put basically two zeros behind the, the decimal in front of the, the point. So you multiply it by 0 0.00544 and you get 1,632. So that's kind of the math you can quickly do to figure out what your points actually equate to in real life. So if someone quotes you on the phone and says, hey, it'll be 0.387 points, that means nothing to you. But now it can mean something to you because you know how to calculate what those points equate to in dollar figures. So there we go there. And so the lower the rate or the higher the rate, that changes your principal and interest payment. A quick rule of thumb, like for every $100,000 the loan is, a 0.125% difference in interest rate only moves your rate, your principal interest payment by about $5. So just food for thought there when you're talking about comparing rates and, and all that. Um, so if you, you kind of see on this $300,000 loan, every quarter of a point, it moves it about uh, $20. So actually, it's closer to maybe about $6. But uh, you, you get what I'm picking up. You're picking up what I'm putting down, hopefully, right there. And so let's look at the green stuff in this chart right here. So we see a 3.000. And let's say we're we're short like um, uh, let's say we're short about fifteen hundred dollars cash to close. In this scenario, we can buy the rate up to a three point three seven five, and that's 0.544 basis points in our direction is a credit towards us, and so that equates to one thousand six hundred thirty-two dollars. And so that's what that's the credit you'll get from the lender to help cover your your closing costs essentially so that's basically $1,632 less that you pay towards the uh the purchase of the home or the, the closing costs once again and as you can see the difference between the principal and interest payments for, so for the 3.000 your principal and interest payment is 1000 
$265 for the 3.375. Your principal and interest payment is $1,362. And so as you can see, that's basically a $61 difference between those two options. And so, well, one, if you don't have the money to buy the home in the, in the first place, this will be a good option for you. But if you're contemplating like, hey, should I do premium pricing? Should I not do premium pricing? Here's a quick way to figure it out. So you can see there's a $61 difference between those two principal and interest payments, all right? And there's it costs you $1,632 to buy it down there. So basically you take the $1,632 and simply divide it by 61. And so that will give you 26.75. So what is that 26.75? That is the number of months it would take for you to break even on that transaction. So basically a little bit over to almost two and a half years. So after two and a half years, you'll break even on that transaction. So if you're, if for some reason you're like, um, and sometimes these numbers will be a lot higher, a lot higher. So it may be, hey, you break even at the, the 44 uh, month mark or the 54 month mark or something like that. But the math essentially you wanna do is like, hey, and that's going up or down when it comes to rates. It's essentially, hey, Am I going to be in this home longer than um, longer than in this scenario, 22.675 months? So in that scenario, it may make sense for you just to to buy down the rate, um, just because whether you whether you need to or not, because that that money you know money now is worth more than money later. So um, yeah, hopefully that makes sense. It takes basically 60 26.75 months before you you start feeling the the actual cost of paying that extra 61 dollars a month towards your principal and interest payment um so yeah that's essentially how premium pricing works so this is also important to look at just in general like when you're comparing rates so um i guess it's going to be part two of this video and so when you when we talk about stuff when we look at stuff like interest rates going up you know folks freaking out about interest rates yeah yes that that matters so i know it's easy for me to tell say to you that you know it doesn't matter if the interest rate is going up or not um but um you can look you can do the same math on this chart so let's look at um let's say right now once again let's say right now rates are a 2.625 that's like the flat line rate for today if the rates go up three eighths of a point or 0.375 points up to a 3.00 that is going to change your monthly principal and interest payment by about 60 dollars in this scenario so i mean that that is that is a lot of extra 60 dollars a month but Honestly, to me, or in my opinion, if $60 a month is going to make or break your budget for buying a home, you probably aren't ready to buy a home. But um, that's just, that's just my, my food for thought there. But that was, you can do that same math to determine how how um, an increase in interest rates or decrease in interest rates in the future may impact your ability to buy a home. So that increases the month you have to, the, the dollars you have to come out of pocket towards every month for your for your monthly payment and it also impacts your debt to income ratio so your principal interest payment is going to be sixty dollars higher so that it does decrease the purchasing power so if you were like at the borderline like you know typically your debt to income ratio depending on what type of loan type you have can be like like 43 percent or up to 50 percent so if you like at a 49 or even honestly maybe like a a 48.9 or maybe a 42.5 as far as your debt to income ratio that may kick you over the kick you over that debt to income ratio fence so that may decrease your purchasing power as well but my my advice just in general is 
you really don't need to go all the way up to the, the ceiling or the, the threshold as far as your debt to income ratio. Because if you think, look, think about it this way, your debt to income ratio is your potential home payment plus your monthly finance debts, like the minimum payments, divided by your income before taxes. Once again, that is before taxes. So, but you're going to be taxed on that income. So, like if your debt to income ratio is like 49% before taxes, after taxes, which is the real world scenario, your debt to income ratio may be up to, could be up to 60, 70, 80%. And to me, that's just a hard life to live if you're, you're, um, it's basically hard to save or really do anything if though if basically almost all of your money is going towards your your living expense. It's hard to save. It's hard to enjoy your phone your home. And that's what folks talk about being you know house poor. But you know got the hat on. You know the brand. We're we're talking about house rich in this scenario. So it's about understanding those ratios and making sure that um you're budgeting so that you can actually live life as well. Because you don't want to you know move from renting to being a homeowner and then all of a sudden you can't do anything. And that's what people whine about home ownership is because they're they're just they're probably living way above their budget and they have no means for the inevitable rainy day or stuff like that that comes up when it's dealing with your monthly payment. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that that breakdown. Um I think that's that's kinda it. So uh, yeah that was a two part video as far as how um, increase in interest rates will impact you in the future and also how to um, do premium pricing to help you do that. And so that's really it. You probably can cut the video off at this point if you'd like to. Um, these videos need to be about 10 minutes on YouTube. So I'm just going to really um, talk and ramble for the next 10 seconds until this uh, clock hits the 10 minute mark. So um, appreciate you guys listening this far. Um, subscribe, share with a friend, you know, do the whole song and dance. All right. Thank you guys for watching this far. Bye.